There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And today we'll be discussing episode nine of season one of The Ark. Yes, we're still saying season one because we're still hopeful. Yes, though the ratings weren't <laughs> weren't as good as I was hoping for this episode because this was a darn good one. Oh my gosh, this one was really good. Yeah. Well, it brought in a 0.05 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.339 million viewers, making it the 100th rated cable show for the day. Nope, but Bad, there's... others have been renewed for these type of numbers, so that's true. still keeping fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, there's still people that we hate on the episode, very, you know, um, soap opera-ish. Yes. So, I mean, I guess we can hold on to that. I'm like, come on. You know you hate them, so why don't you watch so you can know how much you hate them? Yes. <laughs> All right, let's talk about episode nine, The Painful Way. After an unpopular decision, discord gives way to deadly mutiny in which loyalties are tested. You know what? Sci-fi always screws with us with these tiny little recaps, but that actually is a really good recap. Yes. Short. One of the better ones that sci-fi <laughs> has ever put out. It sure was. Kudos to the person writing it. Didn't yep. give much away. Not really. No. Definitely on the ball right there. Yes. <laughs> well, we open with William Trust telling Garnett and Bryce that the FTL is recharged and ready to go. Well, we're ready for take two. However, Bryce, unwilling to trust the trust, wants Eva to give it a once-over before trying to engage the FTL again. Then Alicia re reveals that she knows where Arc 15 is. She pulls up a map that shows where said Arc is concerning where they attacked Arc 3 and Arc 1. It's a straight line and a straight shot to Proxima B, meaning when they arrive at Prox B, Arc 15 will be waiting for them. Well, that doesn't sound good at all, Steve. No, it doesn't. Then Garnett, Bryce, William, Helena Trust, Alicia, Ava, Dr. Kabir, and Felix meet to discuss their next course of action. William informs the group about his latest invention, a shield that'll protect the ship from anything Arc-15 sends it their way. Oh, sure. You, yeah, just like... You just learned about this stuff, and suddenly you're like, oh, I've, you know, changed it. Don't worry, right. fine. Yeah, no. I'm not buying that at all. Garnett insists she won't risk the crew's life on maybes and mites, especially since a lethal adversary stands between them and Proxima B. Alicia reveals another option, Ross 128B. Unfortunately, it will take them years to get there should they change course. 
Garnett declines William Shield's idea, to which the latter responds by locking everyone out of the system. Now, I just want to say, right at that moment when his wife, who is now the one I absolutely despise. Yes. And if anybody is like all for her, why? But yeah. So this woman's like, oh, if you want to be acting like children, we're going to treat you like children. It's like, what the? There was a yeah. lot of WTFs coming out of my mouth that day when I was watching this one. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, she seems to be so, I don't want to say slimy, but she's kind of slimy, you know? It's yes. Like everything she does is like. Her way or no way. Yeah. Like really backhanded too. Like backhanded compliments and, oh, well, you don't want to do it. You don't want to follow democracy, which, hello, they all decided on, voted on it. Right. And suddenly be like, oh, no. then I'm just going to do it anyway. That's yeah. That's not how it works, lady. Yeah. Yeah. Once she woke up on the ship, it's her ship. Holy crap. And then later on? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's where we get the episode title from is right out of helena's mouth Ugh. so of course the trust storm out kudos to garrett for standing her ground meanwhile kelly overtly flirts with angus while working with plants as one does it's so cringy the way she's doing this too yes it is bryce and eva eat together in the mess hall he reveals he won't get his hopes up about a cure for clampkins no matter how enticing Alicia findings from the ARC-3 archives sound. I was starting to think maybe he's coming around because right. he wasn't so brusque about it. Yes. So maybe if Alicia does more research on this and you know reads up and finds there is something that he'd be willing to, like, okay, let's try it. I won't get right. my hopes up, but we'll try it. Right. Fingers crossed something actually works. It's yes. <laughs> and they decide to remain friends, removing the with benefits bit. That didn't works. last long. <laughs> that always works, obviously. Right. <laughs> On the bridge, Garnett gives William a firm no, citing that she won't jeopardize the crew's safety because of the inevitable threat they'll find at Prox B. Alicia revokes William's access to the system because you got to fight fire with fire. William reunites with Helena and Lane and rants to them about what Garnett did. Lane doesn't believe Garnett would purposely embarrass him. Well, Helene decides it's high time to do things the painful way. Teach Garnett and company a lesson. Meanwhile, Garnett announces the leadership team's decision to reroute for Ross 128B and warns the crew regarding the amount of time it'll take to get there. And nobody looks too happy about that. I mean, it's understandable. Nobody's happy. But at the same time, oh, I'm sorry. Let me tell you why. We're right. routing because the people who tried to kill us, it wasn't aliens. It wasn't random. It was the people at Prox B. I mean, I guess if y'all want to go. Right. <laughs> and the whole thing when Lane is like, oh, no, Garnett wouldn't you know, purposely embarrass you. And then Helene says... You know, it's time to do things a painful way. Right. At least Lane had the good sense in that moment to look a little bit taken aback. Right. Now, the way it started and things kind of happened with him, I'm like, okay, he 
I believe, I truly believe this, and we know that I'm not exactly a fan of Lane. Right. That he never thought it would get to the point that it got. Right. And then even beyond with what Helene was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Guess you're going to see what it's like outside without a, a suit on. Yeah. I don't know. I think Lane would have at least tried, you know, to stop them again at that point if it got that far. At least I would hope so. And right. I would hope Cat as well. And I don't know yet with Cat. <laughs> well, I was thinking yes, especially with how everything comes down, what we're going to talk about here. With right. So I think if it truly got to that point that, yeah, things would have switched up pretty fast. Although it doesn't mean that the other people on the bridge would have been like, um, yeah, we don't want to do this. Now, I think it would go all uh, Lord of the Flies. <laughs> right. Devolve pretty quickly. But let's talk about the now, not just my opinions of everything. <laughs> Now that it's an official change of course, Bryce feels the weight of his new reality. This was really rough, like... Yes, it was. Dagger to the heart, because Ava chases him down to comfort him, and he realizes he's really never going to leave the ship. Bryce refuses to ask Garnett to change her mind because of him, and he knows, well, this is honestly the better thing for the rest of the people. Right. He is more about the many and not the few. Yep. Except one week later, we learn the vessel has been traveling successfully in FTL tech. Cat is complaining to Lane about Garnett's refusal to see that she's wrong. She tells the group, because they're out on... Oh, what what is that? Basically all looking outside, but... Yeah, the observation deck. Thank you. I had a total brain fart. She tells everybody who's there, or at least loudly tells Lane, because... That's a conversation. Right. Uh, about William's innovative shield to protect them if they travel to Prox B. Yeah, okay. What's she doing? Planting seeds of discord among the whole crew. All in the name of her sex buddy. Yeah. William also does some planting of his own by persuading Eva to see things his way. Really? Ava, sorry, I said the name. <laughs> and can the ship maintain its condition for several more years with limited resources? She appears to be switching out her Team Garnet flag for Team Trust. No. Yeah, that was a heartbreaker. Yes. And then, oh, this was even worse, with Helena convincing Jelena that Felix might not be fit for duty because he's stressed out and emotional. Well, duh! His freaking husband and child are dead. Right. Oh, my God. And you know what, Jelena? I don't care what your reasoning is and what happened in the end. You deserve at least a slap for that one. Yeah. Then we have Garnett and Bryce attacked by a few bold ensigns who step out of line in the name of William Trust. That one guy with the glasses, I'm like, how are you back out? Like, how did you not just get... The road and lock up and stay there, even though they don't exactly have a lock up. It's like right. George Cab. After incapacitating the ensigns, which, by the way, was really fun to watch, Garnett beat the crap out of him. Yes. <laughs> he deserved every bit of it. Oh, yeah. I, I love them just laying there like, boop, okay. This, this tiny woman just, you know, handed me my ass. Yes. <laughs> Garnett visits Kabir to receive stitches for her forehead cut 
gaping wound. But, uh, Kabir doesn't look too great. That hand's a little shaky still. Yeah, I'm going to do it myself. And I don't know about you, but I was cringing. I'm like, oh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, she's sewing herself up. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I always joke about, I can make it through the ZA. I don't think I could do that, though. Yeah. (laughs) So I'd be screwed. We have Lane being all concerned, pulling Bryce aside to ask how he's doing post-attack. And Lane insists an avid supporter of William because he wouldn't have the job without him. Oh, he, he is. Yeah, he is an avid supporter yeah. because he has a job. Yelena eats lunch with Felix and informs him about his conversation, her conversation, apologies, with Helena. And... He mutters a remark about how she's famously known for histronics. It's like, huh, really? And you see everybody leaving the mess hall. Now, I didn't think anything of it at first. Right. Until he pointed out, he's like, where did everybody go? And he's like, is it hot in here? And Yelena's like, here, have some more water. And she's like nonplussed about it at all. So right. that had me worried. Yes. Did she just poison him or something? She claims you'll understand why when we arrive at Proxima B. Well, Beep. Yeah. <laughs> because whatever they're doing, this poison fest is continuing when Ava gives Bryce some water post-coitus. It's like, oh, great. Remember that time that they were only going to say friends and nothing else? Oh, yes. That should have happened. Yeah. Anyway, Bryce falls unconscious. And when she's holding him and she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh, this is going to be bad. Yes. Then we see Garnett in therapy with Kat. And, of course, same thing. She's, like, handing her water. It's like, why are you all pushing water so hard? I mean, right, It's been drugged. Yeah, Kat's got the keys to the medicine cabinet. And Garnett kind of figures it out because she tries to make a break for it, basically. Right, before passing out. Yeah, you should have, what was it? You should have calculated with my enhancements. And she's like, oh, I did. Injects her with an extra dose. Right. I didn't hate Kat before, but right now she is definitely up there. Yes, she's approaching lane level quickly. Ah, I thought she was just a sleeping with a married man. Yep. Just full of herself, and now it's this. After they carry out their mutiny, Lane, William, and Helena return to the bridge. And Lane reinstates himself as lieutenant and addresses the crew, claiming that we're fixing this and setting course for Proxima B. And Alicia doesn't look enthused at all. While Ava's willing to change their tra- trajectory, Garnett, Bryce, and Felix wake up in a locked storage room with all the oxygen helmets. So I was thinking, well, at least that's good, right? Yeah, except those are probably the ones that never got charged. Oh, geez, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Once they realize Lane and Trust conducted a mutiny, Bryce loses. Yes. <laughs> Dude, it's metal. Quit hitting it. You're only going to yeah. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> He reveals mid-outburst that he has clampkins, and now everyone will die because of the trust. And, oh my gosh, this was, like, so powerful. I mean, it doesn't sound like it, but obviously he was hiding this for, you know, all of his own reasons. Right. And Garnett, you know, rushes to hug him, and they're both kind of crying together, and Felix just looks like, I don't know, I can't explain it, but he's in the back looking very sad, obviously. Right. I don't know if it's, you know, sad for the situation or because of, you know, Bryce, you know, exclaiming that basically he's dying 
Right. Or if it's just everything all at once, because, you know, he's like, oh, great. Obviously, your your coworkers become friends of a sort. So, I mean, we don't know right. how close Felix is to him. Maybe they've been pretty buddy-buddy. He just lost his family or found out he lost his family. Now he's right. going to lose another friends and possibly everybody on the ship because the trust are kind of jackasses. Yes. So I can understand him looking sad and just the insanity of everything that's happening. Right. So next, Kat and Helena eat chocolate-covered strawberries together. That probably isn't a uh, something that would be allowed on the ship. That was a lot they... of the fruit. I'm thinking, really? You just took all that for yourselves? Yeah. And William waltzes into Cat's quarters, claiming it's time for another session. Uh-oh. Boy, I was hoping the cat was going to get out of the bag. <laughs> oh, I was so hoping for it. <laughs> Realizing his wife is there, William backtracks, informing Helena he's merely there to discuss the Juno product project with Cat. So what's the Juno product project? It's all about genes, and like babies. a dating app. <laughs> that was messed up, but I don't know. I don't know if I should be impressed with him being able to be like, yeah, yeah. it's another session of work because we're trying to figure this out because we got to pair everybody up. Yeah. Or if I should be just like, ugh. Yes. Cat and William hope to match suitable sexual partners for diversity purposes to prevent birth defects. It sounds like eugenics to me. And Helena doesn't buy their excuse and ask Kat to find her own match. Yeah, I kind of thought that was like, yeah, I know what's going on. I know what's going on. Yep, I did too. So Kat better watch your back very carefully. Uh-huh. Later, Kelly asks one of the engineers to repair her comms watch. When he does, he notices the system it's connecting to is ARC-15. Kelly claims she wishes he hadn't seen that and kills him. Had to know she was bad news. Oh my God, this woman. Yes. I had to figure out how, and she's a tiny woman. Yeah. How she was able to just like crack his neck that fast and then drag him to an airlock. Right. Or, yeah, basically an airlock. And why are those so prevalent on the ship, by the way? Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to open this up and, psh, you know, knock you out right out into space. It's like, um, this seems odd. Yes. So William revisits Cat and reveals they must end their affair. Cat is devastated. Oh. Uh, he's an old man, Cat. He can't be that good in bed. But Cat <laughs> was like, oh, really? Maybe your wife needs to know what's going on. And, yeah. And I love him coming back with, oh, really? Do you know what she's like when she knows things? I mean, think about it. Right. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> So Kelly finds Angus ripping his veggies out of the soil so the mutineers can't consume them. Kelly persuades him to see that the way of the trust and their conversation ends with the kiss. This is really <laughs> confusing based on what we know at the end. Right. I, Kat I don't pulls, get that. Yeah, I don't see how Angus is going to survive. But I don't get why she's like, oh, no, don't do that because, you know. Yeah. What are you, what's your ultimate goal here? I'm so confused, but. Well, I kind of have a feeling it's, we saw Maddox's name on ARC-15. Right. So I think she's strictly after the trusts. Oh. So, yeah, we, next episode, I just about guarantee we'll see Maddox on ARC-1. 
maybe they can't plant because remember he did bring all that extra rich soil and stuff right on their ship right okay sorry so cat pulls dr kabir aside and divulges her current crisis she chose the wrong side because william rejected her cat discloses the real string puller in the mutiny bunch helena her supposed bff cat the flip-flopper she's like a politician <laughs> i think she's just trying to get the best deal for herself yes so yeah total grifter in that you know regard yes then alicia secretly relocks everyone out of the system preventing them from changing course for prox b Lena convinces William to lay down the law by venting the oxygen from the storage room containing Garnett, Bryce, and Felix. He starts doing this, and we see our trio struggle to breathe. Jelena, who's guarding the door, notices something's amiss. She tries to unlock the door, but to no avail. Finally, Alicia waves the white flag by unlocking the system. Elena believes they should make an example out of Alicia since she rebelled against William. She threatens to send Alicia out of the airlock, but Ava shields the ladder, claiming she won't let Helena carry out that threat. Even Lane protests, believing Helena has gone too far. You think? Yeah, and I love how uh, William is like, did you really think I'd let people die? Well, obviously, yeah, because you were doing it. They could have yes. been dead. Yep. You didn't really care, did you? No. Nope. But you realize she's a lot freaking smarter than you. Yeah. And you were going to go ahead and let your wife be like, yeah, we're just going to put her on an airlock. <laughs> um, think about that for a minute. Right. And the guys on the bridge who were just going to grab them and be like, yeah, no big deal. We're going to do it. Yep. All right. Y'all need to go out the airlock yourself, apparently. Yes. Because <laughs> you know the ones who just blindly carry out orders. Yeah. We had a whole bunch of them way back in the day. Won't yeah. Talk about, but not a good look, guys. Not a no. good look. Meanwhile, after Alicia unlocks the system and the O2 levels return to normal in the storage room, Elena opens the door for our leaders and tells them she was trying to get in but was locked out. So, you know, I love it. It's like, well, what are you going to do now? And I think the look on her face said everything like, nah, nah, this is not right. Yeah. I thought things were going the right way, but this is over the top. Yep. So they end up storming the bridge and start laying the smack down on the mutineers. And Bryce, uh, I just wish there was a little bit more Scottish, you know, when he did it. He punches yes. William in the face and Felix prevents Helena from fleeing. Yeah, I loved how she's like, Oop, exit, side door. Yeah. Nope. nope. <laughs> where did you think you were going? Again, it's a ship and they know where your room is. Yes. Lane tries to call out for Garnett, but she knocked his ass out. Too. Yeah. I love it. It's like, wait, I wasn't. Pshoom, you're done. Yeah. You're down for the count. And I bet that felt good. I bet she's been waiting for that for a little while. Yes. Garnett, Bryce, and Felix reprimand Eva and Yelena for going along with the mutiny. Garnett thinking about throwing them in the brig with Lane, Cat, William, and Helena. But. Alicia did stand up for Ava saying she shielded me at the very end. Yeah. She wasn't going to let them do it. It's like, but she was being grabbed too. So really? Yeah. Suddenly there's alarms blaring. Big freaking surprise because there's always something happening, right? Yep. And what do we see? Arc 15 appearing before them. Ava tries to engage William's shield. However, it fails again. Of course it does. 
big effing surprise. At that point, I just wanted her to get on and be like, your shield failed, you dipshit. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody could hear it or something. Yeah. Then Kelly kills the guard standing in front of the door of the storage room where everybody was in their pseudo brig because that's all we have. Right. And she raises her gun onto William and Kelly speaks into her comms, hailing ARC-15, informing them that she has trust in her sights. Well, what yeah. the f- <laughs> That's how I felt a lot. Yes. And I love how Kat's like, oh, zoink, let me hide behind. <laughs> let me squeeze between the wall and this uh, rack of helmets. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that was funny. And I kind of want to know if that was what she was told to do or if she just kind of did that. Like, they didn't exactly tell them what was happening. And she's like, ah. Yeah, yeah. I kind of think that was ad-libbed by the actress. That was good, though. (laughs) Yes, it really was. So, yeah, with three episodes left, who the hell knows where this is going? Oh, my gosh. So I have a feeling the trust won't be alive after the next episode. Now, I don't know about arc one, but... I don't know. William might be, but Helena might be floating out in space soon. Yes. (laughs) Although I did like it because Garnett does say, we're in the middle of space. How the hell did they find us? Yes. And then we get the reveal, but it's like, okay, I was worried. What if Angus was the one who had fixed the comm after all? Right. Would she have killed him? She seems to maybe need him because she has so many questions about all the veggies and stuff. Right. So he may make it out. (sighs) maybe slap him though it's like really yeah (laughs) all right well we'd love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m eastern every friday during the season you can send your feedback via email or audio to contact us at fangirlzone.com please review and rate us on itunes and any other platform you use for your podcast With good ratings and reviews, it helps other fans of the show find us, as there are a few other The Ark podcasts out there. Tell your friends, and we do hope you're enjoying our podcasts, and don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcasts. You can go over to www.fangirlzone.com and check out our contacts page with all of the ways to get a hold of us, because we will answer you on any one of them. You know, just like we did last week with our friend who reached out to us via YouTube. We are ready to answer all of your questions, read out your comments, and really dive into some tinfoil hat theories. Because why not? Yes. And of course, there's we have podcasts. no idea where this is going. So oh, no, yeah, no. the tinfoil can just fly. You know, <laughs> I'm sure Reynolds Rap will happily let us make a bunch of hats. Yes. <laughs> And we always have all our other podcasts over there you can check out. We have several dozen podcasts. You might find something else you enjoy. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk. I'm Steve. I want to throw you back in your cryopod, mate. But apparently that's elder abuse. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And until next time.